Oh, what a show, what a show, what a show. Now listen, I know I promised you guys the new uh, opening titles today, okay? But uh, I can't do them today because uh, there's a little change in the scheduling. Uh, I had an unexpected buddy show up, and we laid down a podcast, very funny podcast, uh, with uh, my, my stand-up comedy buddy, Court McCowan, uh, who is just hilarious. We work together a lot. We've been buddies for a long time, and so he dropped in. And today we're talking about all kinds of things, from, from crazy, creepy, crawly critters to dating to uh, what else? Um, uh, we're going to play uh, Too Soon or Not Too Soon, the Harland Highway uh, game that we like to play. We're going to be talking about uh, Instagram and Twitter and, and uh, you know, girls with goofy body parts and just really crazy stuff. And we're going to play uh, some of Court's stand-up comedy. In fact, uh, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to play a bit for you right out of the gate here, and then we'll drop into the uh, show. This will be the last time you'll be hearing the uh, title sequence uh, that we've been using. Uh, as I said, it got moved, so it'll be uh, the next podcast you'll hear the brand new titles. So hope you enjoy this special edition of the Harland Highway podcast. Uh, let's, uh, let's start it off with Court McCowan doing a, a bit from, uh, his hilarious, uh, stand-up comedy album, and then we'll jump right into the show on the Harland Highway. I used to drink like that. That's how I know. I just, I just got 13 years clean and sober, you guys. 13 years. Don't applaud. Don't applaud. I'm unhappy. I miss it. I miss it. I'll be honest. I miss it, man. I do. I do. But it's like, but I can't do it. I can't. I'm a blackout drinker. So yeah, some of you people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I miss some big things. <laughs> like the 90s. You know what I'm saying? I just heard this band Pearl Jam last week. Check them out. They're going places, people. But I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't miss the booze as much, man. I miss smoking weed. I do. I miss smoking weed. And, and I'm jealous now because it's legal now. You guys can, you get little cards, like you go to the doctor, you like you stub your toe and he's like, smoke some weed, you'll feel better about that, you know? <laughs> we didn't have that, man. You guys, I was watching a special on 60 Minutes. I was just fucking drooling watching this thing. They're walking in this store, it's like stuff's in glass jars on shelves. It's got a sweat, it's like, it looked like a fucking wine tasting. People are walking in going, Oh, I'll sample some of that kush. <laughs> I used to have to meet a guy named Julio in the Jack in the Box parking lot. At 11.30 at night, I'm sitting there paranoid. And he rides up on a stolen bicycle, pulls a sweaty bag out of his ass crack and drops it in the window. If you got your card, go fuck yourself. That's all I'm saying. Sit down. Strap in and tighten your diaper. Come here, baby. You're about to go down the Harlan Highway. No! No! I didn't bargain for this. Oh, yes, you did. Chicka, chicka, chow, chicka, chicka, chow, man, baby. And the creature from space. Please don't stop. I gotta feed it. 
Magnificent performance. This is the Harland Highway. I hate you. Well, that's the way it goes. <laughs> what do you say? We get down to business. Hey everybody, this is Harland Williams. You're rolling down the Harland Highway, and uh, oh my god, what a show. What a great summer fest, crab fest, lobster fest show we have. I have a very special guest today. He's going to be here all show, all however long it takes, 30 minutes, uh, 100 minutes, I don't know. Uh, great friend of mine, great comedian, actor, uh, all around everything. Uh, podcaster, he does it all. He's here with us right now, ladies and gentlemen. Court McCowan, Ooh, Harlan <laughs> Williams. How are you, buddy? How are you, bud? I'm good. You're very summery. You got the shorts, the the shoes with no socks. Me too. Yeah. Well, I played golf this morning. Oh, you did. People don't know about you that you're you're like a golfer. You you play with like really big names. You introduced me to a uh, uh, Ricky Fowler and Brooke, Ricky. and Brooks Kepka, who just won the U.S. Open a few yeah. weeks ago. You introduced me to them one night, and I don't know anything about golf, and they were like, hey, can we get a picture with you, Harlan? And I was like, yeah, wait a few minutes. I was busy doing something. (laughs) And then you tell me afterwards, you're like, these are like two of the biggest golfers in the world. And then remember this? He took a picture with me and you, tweeted it, and then my Twitter blew up bigger than it's ever blown up in my life. I remember we were driving back to the (laughs) hotel, and we had to turn our notifications off. Because every like two seconds there was like another yeah. notification. He got so he comes down. I whenever I headline La Jolla Comedy Store, I do it the weekend yeah. of the PGA Tour event. Oh, okay. And he always comes to the show. And it's Ricky, Ricky Fowler. Fowler always comes to the show. And by the way, just let me clarify, you just dropped a little nugget. We were driving back to the hotel. That was me and Court were doing a comedy gig in Florida. And we were driving back to the hotel to our respective rooms. We we don't we don't sleep together anymore, do we? Not anymore. I know. So I just <laughs> not to since clear that, that not since that big Twitter thing that <laughs> happened in Florida. But um, but no, Ricky does. Ricky came comes down to the shows and he'll do yeah. an Instagram photo and he'll tweet it out or he'll put it out on Instagram. Yeah. And within I kid you not, within thirty minutes. He'll have 800,000 likes. God. And I just Amazing. can't imagine what that's like. I just can't imagine. That happened to me recently. I was um, I was warming up for the Caramel Corn the Pug special oh. that, that you helped me with. And I was working on, you know, you know, putting on the mask and, and, and working on the Caramel Corn character at the comedy store one night. And I was in the green room in the back all alone with Joe Rogan. We were in there for about 15 minutes. There was no one back. The show hadn't started yet. And we were just shooting the breeze. Joe was talking. I was talking. And then I had the caramel corn pug mask in a bag. And while he was just kind of talking and looking at his phone, I put the mask on without saying anything. <laughs> and then he turned around out of the blue and was like, whoa, what the? Like yeah. all of a sudden there was a six foot two pug standing yeah. there. So Joe took a picture of it, put it on his Instagram, 
And I got 2,000 new followers like that night. Yeah. And it, it amazes me the power some of these real popular social media people have. Well, Joe Rogan's probably one of the biggest. I mean, his, yeah. I mean, he has literally, I mean, he's the number one, I think he's the number one podcast in the country. I'm sorry, who is? Harlan Williams is. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I was just about not going to go back to the hotel with you after this podcast because <laughs> of that. But. I thought we were going skinny dipping. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he is. He's, he's, I, huge. I mean, he's huge. Someone, I don't know if it was you or someone told me, and I can't verify these numbers, but someone told me that he makes literally millions of dollars a year from his, his advertisers on his podcast. That's what I've heard. I, millions. I've, I've heard someone else told me that he makes... He makes a significant amount of money on his podcast, but he has a three and a half hour podcast almost every whatever it is. And he gets something like a million something listeners. I think I think he gets like four or five million downloads an episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This coming my podcast. I've never had a sponsor or an advertiser. And I don't even want to say how many downloads I, I do. okay, but nowhere near what he gets. That's crazy. You're close, though. Yeah, I'm close. I'm just two or three behind. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you know, you got that 2,000 that just bumped you up. You're almost there, buddy. Yeah, You're the, th the 2,000 listeners I now have are the ones that followed me on Instagram the night Rogan <laughs> boosted me. Um, before we go any further, you have an event coming up. I Most people wait till the end of the show to plug an event. I want to make sure we get your event I am uh, actually, out now. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited because I'm going yeah. and, and I can really use all the fan support. I'm going to be in Reno. Reno, cool. Nevada, at the Reno Tahoe Comedy Club. Okay. And it's uh, and it's downtown, and it's Reno Tahoe Comedy is what it's called. What day? August third through the fifth, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, and there and it's the same weekend as the PGA Tour event in Reno. So there'll be if you're a golf fan, if you're not a golf fan, and you just like no. nice polo shirts, mm -hmm. come to the show. There'll be a lot of golfers there. It'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be a blast. Good. I'm wow. really looking forward to it. This it's my first time at this club, so is it a new club? It's not a new club. It's been around a little while. Um, they get some good people. Chris Farley's come, I think, up there this weekend. Or not Chris Farley. Uh, that would be really. Yeah, that's that, a pretty good club if they um, can get Chris Farley. But what's his his? Wow. Uh, How about John Belushi? Is he doing? On, is he opening? No, but Robin Williams might oh, might do a wow. pop. Wow, that is a good club. Robin Why Williams and Pryor there? are going to do pop ins. No, but um, dead. But uh, his brother, Far, uh, Farley's brother. Farley's brother. Yeah. Damn it! That's just not right. That's not right to say that. But um, but he's a nice guy and he's a good comic. But um, so I'll be there August third through the fifth. Reno okay. Tom Comedy. You can go to my Instagram and see the the comedy club or Twitter or whatever you you know whatever you're. And desire. you might get two thousand extra hits on your own Instagram. That would if be, you go to courts. I mean, I'm telling you. Well, good, buddy. We, we're, we'll remind people at the end of the show about that. I appreciate Because we want to fill that sucker up. But for now, let's jump into this podcast. Enough of the golf and pleasantry and late night hotel talk. Uh, let's get right to your uh, your interview here. Uh-oh. I mean, this is yeah. an interview. Yeah. The, what we just did is the pre-interview. Okay. That was me just seeing if you were kind of ready and... Well, you know, if your vocal skills were good. Can I you... just say to begin with that you make your guests very comfortable Aww. and in the fact that I feel like I'm in a more comfortable chair than you are. You are. I yeah. am. 
I am. And Roger, by the way, thank you for that, Roger. You can see Roger through the glass. He's my producer. Say say hi to Court, Roger. Hey, hey, there he is. Yeah. He looks like a cactus to me. Yeah, he's he's he needs his shave. Uh, let's go. Okay. My first question, bro. What is the most hated feature on a girl for you? I mean, everyone's always, are you a T and A guy? Those are the good features, but. I want to know what the most hated feature is. What is it on a girl that just makes you go, ooh, like you don't like? Um, I don't like really weird, like goofy hands or feet. <laughs> <laughs> goofy hands or feet? Yeah. Like, like a clown or no, something? Well, like, I mean, you like, mean? have you, you ever seen, like, the, you ever seen a girl that has, like, really long toes or something? Oh, yeah, okay. It's like, ugh. Like, like I, and, and, I, and, and God bless you if you got long toes. You, you, you didn't choose to have long toes. But, you know, sock it. Sock it if yeah, you got him. Put a sock on, maybe a maybe a boot or something, you know. <laughs> Even when you're in bed. Even well, I don't know about that, but I mean, but hide him, hide him, hide him, yeah. or or like, like are you talking like like toes that could like open a pickle jar yeah, like really yeah, long, like, or pick up a fire log and put it in the fire. Exactly. And stuff? Yeah, something Ooh. that like hangs over a sandal. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like yeah, like they grip the front yeah, yeah. edge of the sandal. And actually, it's Ooh. not bad. It's not bad if they don't if they're not because girls like that should never wear high heels yeah because if they do then their toes get all jacked up and then they got <laughs> corns and stuff all over oh, God. and then you got these like jacked up feet and it's like and that's just something i just i just yeah, can't that'd be weird if you're wearing heels because your foot's up at an angle yeah. if your toes went over the end you could technically step on your own toes exactly if they hung over too far 100 percent Hundred percent, and and long fingers too. I don't. You're, I mean, it, like, or really short, like like or or like nublins, like nublins, or like <laughs> like women should have nice hands. <laughs> they should, yes. They should have nice. And what hands. should we do with the ones that don't? Should they be executed or what Just do we need get them to hooks. do with them? Get, get some hooks. Get some hooks. Now, have you been? It's obviously, you've been out. We won't mention any names, but have you been out with some girls with nublins or, I, I went, or monkey I, feet? I went out with a girl once that had nub, nubby hands yeah. and monkey feet. You know, oh, all together. Yeah, she had like long, oh. like it was really weird, like it was just this weird looking thing, and uh, so it was like God was like, "I'll give you long toes, but I'm gonna have to take the extra meat from your fingers." I think so. I don't know what so it was. So it's like, or maybe she got her toes stretched, and when her toes got pulled, her fingers sucked uh, backwards. I don't know. I don't know. It was it was odd. Ooh. But um, but I I've only been like, I mean, that's the foot thing is a big. The foot thing's much more than the hand thing to me. Really? Yeah, I, I just, it, it's... It just, like, grosses you out? It does. Like, it's a turnoff. It's a like, turnoff. You could, like, see a chick in a bikini. She's hot, and you're like, oh, man, I'd like to get with her. And then you look down and see, like, you know, orangutan toes, and you're like, oh, well, pass. Or just feet that look like they've just, like, hammer toes, you know? What's a, what's a hammer toe? They just got corns all over them. They look oh. like they've just been, you know. What is a corn? A corn's like a bunion or, or like a, you it's know. like a giant bump? Yeah, like a giant bump. I don't know if I've ever seen a girl oh, with a corn. Oh, yeah, dude, they're there. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Can you butter them or anything? I don't or? think you can butter them, buddy. Okay, I, but see that that was the, like the fun, that might be one of the funniest things you've ever said, dude. I'm I don't know why it just made me laugh. What did you say? Goofy hands and feet. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. Just, just goofy, like like somehow God gave her clown parts yeah. or something. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. Good, okay. good answer. What is your most icky moment with a bug, a spider, a rodent? Like everybody's had that moment where and whether you're afraid of them or not like there's certain times oh, i've had moments oh, yes. where a spiders crawled on me in my sleep and stuff like like what's your ultimate icky moment i was i was in santa fe new mexico and i was living in this i was living in this old old house it was like this 200 year old house Whoa. great adobe house a wow. friend of mine was like a costume designer at the uh, at the santa fe opera this girl Whoa. donna she was really cool what was her name donna Donna. Donna, okay. she's the greatest. She was like Can a costume. She was a costume designer for a Robert Altman, and she did a lot of wow. movies and stuff. But, Long toes or short? Uh, short toes. Okay. Short toes. Yeah. Uh, just a good friend. Just a okay. good friend. Okay. And uh, and Donna and I shared a house, and and uh, and I was staying there for. I stayed there for like six months. I was just kind of like wanting to get out of L.A. and I yeah. and I went to Santa Fe and up staying there for a while. Beautiful. And so I had a futon you know, in the bedroom, in my bedroom, yeah. and it was on the ground. Oh, boy. You know? Can I say it? I, I'm, I don't know the answer, but I know New Mexico's like scorpion and tarantula territory, but yeah. keep so, going. So one night, one night I was there, and I was, and I was asleep. You know, I was kind of sound asleep, and I kind of felt something on my foot, <laughs> and I kind of felt something on my foot, and I didn't know what it was, and, and I... Uh, what if it was Donna's long toes grabbing, well, she didn't have to hold long hands. Toes, but that would have been, that would have been worse. Yeah. Okay, um, so something's on so your something's foot. on my foot, so I kind of just slapped the blanket, you know, and then I, Dirty. I, I pull the blankets back, and it's like about a, I don't know, it's about 18-inch long centipede. Come on. Black centipede. Like, Whoa, just long, black. like, I mean, yeah. long centipede. It was like Whoa. laying there upside down, and it freaked me out, you know? Whoa. So I go to get something to scoop it up to throw it away. I think I killed it, you know? Yeah. And I go to scoop something up. It flips over and <laughs> runs underneath my pillow. Oh, damn. Runs up to the bed underneath my pillow. Damn. I search for that thing for an hour and a half. Couldn't find it what? anywhere. Oh, no. Couldn't sleep. Yeah, you can't, can't sleep, sleep after a 16-inch black yeah, they, or centipede. Couldn't sleep all can't night. Even, probably couldn't even slap the blanket after that. Couldn't slap the blanket. And the next day, I went to uh, Home Depot, got some cinder blocks and plywood, <laughs> and put that bed about four feet off the ground. <laughs> Dude, you know they have like 180 legs they can climb. Well, but they, they won't go up. They couldn't have gone up. They couldn't have gone underneath and upside down across the plywood. Wow. I Did greased, you ever see it again? Never saw it again. Freaked oh, me out. Man, freaked me out. And those big ones too, like and it was probably like yay Yeah, thick. it was it was like about an it was almost it was a little bit more than it was almost an inch wide. And it yeah. was and it was at least twelve inches long. I've watched I'm a nature show guy, so I know that those centipedes have poison in them oh. and they actually attack small mice. And they'll actually attack scorpions. They're very aggressive. They're aggressive hunters. I've watched. Wow. I've seen them like go after a, a mouse. Like I'm a, so imagine glad. Imagine an insect eating a mammal. Yeah. Like that's I'm just, so glad I didn't talk to you after that incident because yeah. I mean it freaked. And, and I mean I literally put that bed. I greased the bottom of the plywood before I put it on the before I put it on the things. Like I put like. So you slapped the blanket and you greased the plywood. <laughs> yep. 
Wow, dude. Slap you were the blanket, busy in that grease bedroom. the wood. Yeah. Wow, you were busy in that room. Well, it, you know, it, it's it's crazy because, you know, all I can think about is where the hell did it go? Because well, if you turn on the lights right after you saw it, yeah. and it doesn't sound like you had a ton of furniture in that room. No, but I think what it did was because I lived in this really old house, and I think it went through the crack, one of the cracks oh, in the wall, yeah. you know, in the walls or, you know, down on the thing. I mean, it just, Ooh. I mean, I literally shook out all the blankets, pulled the bed up, took the bed, put it in the other room while I searched through, you know, and just... Could Donna hear all this through the Donna wall? Like, did she of, think you she were slapping the blanket? No, she was never... You know, what's funny you, is I was there for six months, and she yeah. was there for, like, three days of the entire six months I was there. Why? She was working on a movie out of town. Wow. I wonder if she thought... This is just a scenario. Go right and you ahead. And you can ask her. Go ahead. Maybe someone overstayed their welcome, and maybe Donna didn't know how to politely say, hey, you know, Cordy, it's maybe time you headed back to L.A. Maybe Donna, in the middle of the night, opened a little jar and let Mr. Crawley, the black tarantula wasp, or whatever the hell it was, into your room. You would think that would be the case, but actually she was very sad to see me go because I was paying the rent while she she wasn't there. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds like she's in the entertainment. Probably a bit of an actress. Uh, no, Might not have, at all. Did she, did she act sad or? No. Okay. No. There weren't any little. Uh, there weren't a hundred and twenty little footprints on her uh, cosmetic counter in in the no. in the dust or no. anything. No. Okay. No. All right. Well, that's a, that was a great story, dude. Thank you, sir. Wow, I, was, I didn't expect a, uh, I thought maybe a spider or a cockroach. I did not expect a giant centipede. I mean, I could tell you the other one when I did mushrooms and saw cockroaches in the cabinets, but we'll save that for another podcast. We'll save that for another night, buddy. Oh, my God. Um, this, is, this is a quickie. Uh-oh. Yeah, this is just a quickie answer, um, and you can pick the answer here. See if you, you know, just a quickie. If you were to stare into a full eclipse of the sun while driving an 18-wheeler Walmart truck, would you kill A, no people, B, between 10 and 40 people, C, as many people as who live in southern Cambodia. It's a quickie. I know, but I'm weighing those Cambodians right now. Do they play golf? Some do, but they play with sticks. They don't have good clubs. But do they play on the same golf courses I play on? No. Oh. <laughs> that changes my answer. <laughs> okay. That leads I'm going to go None. No people. No people. Okay. I don't want to kill people. What turns Court McCowan off on a first date? You're on a first date, and you're thinking, oh, I met this gorgeous chick. Here we go. This this could be the dream girl. You get out to a nice dinner, a ball game, wherever you go, and she does that one thing where you just like, deal breaker, did not need to see that. Talks about her ex-boyfriend. Oh, right, right. Talks about the ex-boyfriend. And a lot, right? And enough, just enough to make, to, for you to go, you're not over this guy. This is, this is a waste of my time. Oh, that's so annoying, too. Or, or the other one is, the other one that's... But before you go to the next one, let me ask you this. If she leads into talking about the boyfriend, uh-huh. does that kind of pull you into talking about the ex-girlfriend? No. Or do you just let her let the air out of her balloon? Like just I keep rambling? try to change the subject immediately. And if they bring it back, you're like, this ain't happening. Check, please. 
Really? Yeah. And you make her pay? Of course. Okay. No, I don't make her pay, but should make the we should there should be an official rule if they talk about the boyfriend you bill the boyfriend the ex-boyfriend there's so many red flags nowadays that you can kind of pick up on yeah let's say I, I, I went to dinner with this girl and I called her up and said I made reservations at an Italian place yeah and and instead of in instead of her going oh that sounds thank you that sounds great I'm looking forward to dinner she was like she named a very nice expensive high-end Italian place and I was and she goes is it this place and I go no it's this place and she's like oh she doesn't like the Olive Garden well it was Applebee's if you consider <laughs> that Italian no I hear you dude I, I, I I've I've done that where I've like I've like uh, you know a first date and I'm like any anywhere you'd like to go you know we'll grab drinks we'll grab dinner and they're like Oh yeah, I'd like to, let's go to Morton's. Yeah, Mastro's. And then they joke. Yeah. They go, I know it's expensive, but I'm worth it. Chuckle, ch LOL. And I'm like, you know, I don't know what you're worth or what you're not worth, but I ain't taking you there. No, send honey. send me a pic. <laughs> yeah, really. You know what I Is mean? Is it really worth it? Let's see. But that's the thing. You're running the gamble of let's say you do go. Oh wow, okay, I'll take her out for a three hundred dollar dinner at Morton's or Maestro's. And then you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, this is great. And she starts talking about the ex-boyfriend. Right. And you're like, what have I just walked into? Well, I, I don't even know that it's like, it, it's not even really about the money part of it as much as it's about the, like, what, is this the kind of person? Like, I, I don't like, I don't like that kind of person. I don't like, I want someone that's just as comfortable going to, Wahoo's fish tacos yeah. as they are going to Mastro's. So yeah. if we're getting to know each other on a first date, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. It's all about looking in the eyes, feeling yeah. the vibe, seeing yeah. if you click, and then and then if you feel good about that person, then you maybe up the ante yeah. and go somewhere else. That's a good one, man. I I totally I totally agree with you on that one. It, and it, they can't and they can't dislike Mexican food. If they, really? if they dislike Mexican food. You love Mexican food? I love Mexican food. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Love Mexican food. I just think it's great food. See, I like Mexican food, but my issue is I find like whether I order a gordita or a flotata or a bondito or a... A bonzillo. Yeah. Yeah. It, I feel like I'm getting a flat thing with gooey beans, melted cheese and rice and sour cream. Like no, no matter what they call it, it always feels like I'm kind of getting the same thing. Just You're a going to name. the wrong Mexican restaurants. That's why, because oh. there are some, especially in this town, way more so in this town than in any town I've ever been in. Maybe unless you're in Texas or somewhere. Where okay. Uh, or it is. There are places here. There's a place on Beverly, and I don't even know the name of it. I think it's called Mercado, maybe. But didn't I just say that? What's Wasn't that? that one of the dishes I said? No, I don't think so. Okay, but it's like everything is a la carte. So you and it's like two fifty for two little tacos or two fifty for these uh, shrimp tacos, and then there's guacamole, whatever it is. Everything's like a la carte. It's not that expensive. I think two people for dinner is like forty or fifty bucks, and you bring your own booze in. You can bring in your own wine and beer. Whatever. Is she or not at a picnic? Dude, this is so, the food is so amazing. I like this term a la carte because it's it's like really fancy. It's like French, a la, and then you get the carte. 
which to me always sounds like some guy, you know, serving you a hot dog out of a out of a wagon at the back of a football stadium. So and sometimes you got very la, good hot dogs. A la carte. Yeah, a la, a la, a la, a la kabar, carte. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, well, okay. I, just, I didn't know you liked Mexican food. Interesting. Love Mexican food. Okay, right. cool. Well, right. I think we got to move on on that. All right. Um, as you know, Court's a, a comedian. We're going to play a, a track from uh, your latest album. What was it called? The Red? Oh, Live from Pearl Street. Live from Pearl Street. It's the, yeah, the cover's all red. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking red. So we'll, we'll, is it okay, right if we play a track Absolutely. On, on the show? We'll, we'll play a track. But before we do that, you know, comedians, stand-ups, we're always working on new bits. We're always yeah. on stage. That's why we go up during the week and we do like 10 or 15-minute spots at the local comedy club because we have to work on new bits. And it's safe to say that all of us have new bits going all the time. So if you're okay with it, whether it's completely polished or it's a diamond in the rough, what's the latest bit, the newest, freshest bit? And of course, it, if you're working on it, it's not completely refined yet, but can you tell us your latest, newest bit? The one I'm working on right now that's way unfinished, and I okay. cannot find an ending for it. The opening is great. All right, maybe we'll find it right now. Yeah, the opening is, uh, have you ever binge-watched Netflix? Everybody's watches it. I go, I just binge-watched Netflix for nine hours. Yeah. And I, eight and a half hours in, I was like, what a piece of crap show this is. Yeah. <laughs> but I continued to watch it. Right, you know? right. And I watched this show called, called The World's Toughest Prisons. And, and it's this guy, Paul Connolly, who's English. And, and, I was, and this guy's like supposed to be this documentarian. And I've seen MSNBC Lockup. I've seen some prison shows. Yeah, yeah. So I was expecting this to be like the world's toughest prisons. Like yeah. we're going to see like, like yard fights. Maybe somebody gets shivved in the shower. Some raping. Some shower rape. I was going to yeah. say shower rape, but I was trying Sorry. to stay away from rape. Sorry. Um, yeah. But so I said shower shiv. Oh, sh okay. Shower shiv. Shiv, shiv. Okay. Shiv, shower. But if we're going to be real about prison, if you're watching a show called The World's toughest prison i think you got us to throw some rape shower in rape and yeah. uh but there was nothing there was nothing i mean it was literally like an interview show uh. of these prisons and he actually goes and in, they're english on top of no it. he's that? english oh okay. he's english but they went to like dan lee prison in honduras because i can't imagine like british prisoners like yeah, like I punched him in the face and then like I beat him up. Yeah. And then like I murdered him and then we had like a cup of tea and uh, I said, thanks for letting me murder you. Can I come back tomorrow and murder your mum? Yeah. He's like, I'm, in, so I'm in solitary because I called him a cunt. Would you mind if I give you an old shower rapings? <laughs> Would you mind bending over, mate? But this guy Please. actually goes okay, to... goes to Honduras? Honduras to Dan Lee Prison of Honduras, which when you... Dan Lee. Dan Lee. When you walk in... Is he a in, baseball player? Not, not yet. Okay. But you go through the gate, and the last gate you go through, there's no more guards. It, the whole prison is run by the prisoners. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, So, but the guy walks in... Sounds like Washington. Yeah. <laughs> But this guy's They're got branding. a like he's got a PBS camera crew, so okay. he's got like this huge camera with like a boom mic, and yeah. he's walking through the prison yard, and he's like, "Oh my God, why are they all looking at me?" Yeah. It's like it's because you got a big camera, asshole. Yeah. The last time these guys saw a camera, it was tiny. 
and it was in the corner of a convenience store. <laughs> and if they would have seen that camera, they probably wouldn't be in here to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. So he keeps going to all these prisons, and, yeah. and basically he goes to nine different prisons. He gets nine different cavity searches, by the way. Oh, that's why he did the show. That's why. He, that's what I'm saying. I think he just did it for the cavity search. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So every time he goes in someplace, he's like, well, this is, we're going to go in and they're going to have to search. <laughs> it's like, of course they're going to search. You've got a new guy putting his hands up your ass, which is, Dude, the, so which is like so obvious. But um, finally, and the only reason I watched the last half hour is he finally goes to this prison in Mexico, El Hondo prison. Oh, wow. And great Mexican restaurant. Yeah, and the Mexicans, Mexican food Mexicans don't care about the camera. <laughs> oh, really? They don't care about the camera. Ooh. So most of these guys are in there for the rest of their lives. And he literally goes into one of his bunks, and he's in the bunk, and evidently they wouldn't let the camera come into the bunk, you know, wouldn't let the other guy be in there. So they're filming from, like, outside further away. You just hear his camera, like, underneath his shirt, and you hear him go, Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> really? Whoa. So, yeah, it was a little... El Hondo was no so good. You you know there was a black centipede there in, was a in black that centipede bunk. centipede in there, man. It was crazy. Wow. So what's the part? Where, where, where's the ending that you're not I, finding the ending I can't find for? any. I, I, don't, I mean, I, that's it, but I just don't know if it's... I, I, don't, I don't find it like... The, oh, the first line is gets a great laugh. And the rest just kind of get, huh, 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 I see, I see. So you're looking for a way to tie together the whole, I don't know, does the ending have to be on the binge-watching element or the jail element? I don't know. I got to still work. It's just, it's just one of those things where you just got to keep. And, and, I, and then the other thing I've been adding to it, because it's like, you know, Netflix wants us, wants us to binge-watch. They want Well, you know what? Maybe that's your ending. It's like, you know, binge-watching takes a lot of time. So you know where a good place to binge watch is in fucking jail. Yeah. So I went out and robbed a store just so I could fucking get in a cell and binge watch for the next three years. That's a possibility. Or something. something. I don't know. Like that. Yeah. Just trying to help, bro. I know. You're always Please don't help. put a black centipede in my bed. My favorite thing when I was a kid, man, my favorite thing to do was go to the county fair, man. The county fair. It was so fucking cool. It was like when you're a kid, it's like our Disneyland. You know, but like, I've been to Disneyland. Fuck Disneyland, man. I got kicked out of there for smoking weed and it's a small world. I had no idea they had cameras in that place. I'm like packing a one-hitter like, it's a small world. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. It's a rip-off anyway, man. If you been, you spend like $500 at Disneyland, you leave there with a paper hat with ears, your name misspelled across the front. You know, but the county fair, county fair was kind of a rip-off too, man. They used to promise you all that shit, man. You remember you used to walk down the midway? You'd have your girl with you, you'd walk down the midway. You see that great big panda bear tacked on the wall? You're never gonna win that panda bear. It's been there since 1962. You don't win that panda bear. I was, I was like knocking over milk cartons. You know, you sit there and knock over milk. I knocked over milk cartons for 45 minutes. I didn't miss one fucking milk carton. And I spent about $145. Did I get the Panda Bear? Fuck no. I got a ceramic menudo piggy bank. But, but you gotta play the games, man. There's so much fun. There's one game I'm addicted to. It's a game where you sit on a stool, you grab a squirt gun, and you shoot it into a clown's mouth until the balloon pops. You know that game? I fucking love that game. I never win. 
I've never won at that game. I, has anybody ever won at that game? I'm good. Yeah, go fuck yourself, all right? I never, I never win! And I'm good! I sit down, I close that eye, I hit the back of that clown's throat like a Jenna Jameson video. I do. I just sit down, I don't even touch the lips. I'm just like, saw that, you whore. Suck on that, suck on that. you'll see that balloon going up, man, and you're like, pop, you bitch, pop. You want that, that's a magic balloon, all right? You'll hear a pop, look on the end, there's some retarded kid with a lazy eye going, Everybody's wet, because this fucker's like drinking it, like fucking shooting everybody. But you gotta love that kid, though, man. He's so happy. You ever seen that kid walking away with that framed picture of Alf just fucking happy as shit, man? <laughs> Gotta love him, man. But the fair's cool, man. The fair's cool. If you ever go to a county fair, do yourself a favor. Ride the rides. You gotta ride the rides. Because they will scare the fucking shit out of you, man. You go to Six Flags, Magic Mountain, man, you go on those rides, they spent millions of dollars building these things. They're like named after a superhero. You gotta be this tall or whatever it is. You gotta sign insurance forms, give blood, you know, whatever it is. And then you sit down in these things, they put a cape and a mask on you. And they strap you in like you are gonna jump out of a goddamn airplane, right? And you take off like 200 miles an hour and you're like upside down going, fuck yeah, I'm not gonna die on this ride. Yeah. Ride the Tilt-A-Whirl at a county fair sometime. <laughs> you got a 50-50 shot of getting out of there with one of your limbs missing, man. You know, they put you in a rusty cup built in like 1812. There's no seatbelt. They just throw a string across you. You ever seen the guy that runs that ride? It's Billy Bob from Sling Blade. Like, just get on, boy, just get on. You're like sitting there going, I'm gonna fucking die on this ride. There's one ride I was on, man. I will never forget this as long as I live. I was with this girl. I was about 13, 14 years old. I was with this girl. I can't remember the name of it. But you go stand in this thing, and the thing spins around and around and around. Gravitron, that's it. And the floor drops out, and you stick to the wall. Not that scary until the guy next to you throws up. I am on this thing. There's a chunk of a chorizo inching its way towards me. I'm screaming like a little girl, man. Stop the ride! And you can't move because you're stuck to the fucking wall. So I end up with this meat pillow behind my head. Tears coming down my face. Never saw that girl again. Never saw her again. Um, what's your favorite famous quote? Could be from a politician, could be from the Bible, could be from, could, could be from an asshole. 
But what's your, you know, you know these, every, all the famous quotes like, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Like, do you have a favorite? I think one of my favorites is uh, from Blazing Saddles. Oh, cool. I love that movie. Cleavon Little, when he <laughs> walks in and he goes, where are all the white women at? <laughs> why, why, why is that? Tell me why, though. I why? just, I was just something about it was just... One of those things when, I mean, I've seen Blazing Saddles probably a hundred times. It's my favorite comedy. And and just something about Where that. Where are all the white women at? Yeah, because he walks in and it's just, you know. It's, Is he the lead guy, the lead yeah, black he's the guy? Yeah, he's the sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? It's funny you say that because he has a, there's a quote he did in it, that that's always stayed in my head. I haven't watched that movie as much as you. I've probably seen it like four times. But I always remember there's a scene where he's got all the, the townspeople around him. Yeah. And they're all waiting for him to do something. And he goes, excuse me while I whip this out. And he yeah. reaches into his pants. <laughs> yeah. And ever, all the women are like, oh, and he pulls a letter out of his pants. Yeah. But I always remember, excuse me while I whip this out. He was, that is one of the all-time funniest scenes ever in a movie. Because it's where he's coming to become the sheriff of Rockridge. Yeah. And they have the welcome wagon out. They have the band playing. They have this this big, like, you know, sign that says, welcome, sheriff. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the guy, you know, yeah, what you doing there, boy? You know, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. is on top is of the... that guy Slim Pickens It's or whatever? not Slim Pickens. It's oh, another guy. Okay. But um, he's the town drunk is okay. on top of the on top of the thing. And he comes riding up with Gucci saddlebags. Ah. And, you know, yeah, and, right. and the whole thing, you know, the horse and he's wow. dressed all the nines and everything. And he's, you know, been made the sheriff. And this is, you know, basically when, you know, slaves had just been freed. Yeah, right, right. And um, and so he rides up and the guy's on top and, and he's like the sheriff. And they, you know, they they got the band playing. He goes, the sheriff is a. And the, the, the <laughs> thing rings, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they keep using the N-word, and yeah. they just keep, you know, they keep doing it. And then when he rides up, everybody, the band stops, the sign goes up, and everything like that. And that's when he does the, you know, they go, excuse me while I whip this out. out. And everyone's like, ah! What, whatever happened to that actor? Like, I don't he remember died. seeing him in any, oh, right after that movie? He died, he died of AIDS, actually, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. Because I never, I don't remember seeing him in another movie he outside did, of Blazing Saddles. He did, uh, I want to say he did a TV series called Ten Speed and Brown Shoe. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, which was like, you know, Yikes. which was like, I that know. That might have killed him right there. Well, Whenever you have a yeah. TV show with yeah, a goofy yeah. name like Turner and Hooch or BJ and the Bear or yeah. Sugar Mountain and Brown Shoe or whatever you said, that you might as well just jump off a cliff. Yeah. He was, I mean, you know, what's <laughs> like, funny yeah. is, is that was, that was supposed to be Richard Pryor wanted to play that role. Oh, really? Well, Richard Pryor uh, co-wrote, um, co-wrote the uh, Blazing Saddles with Mel Brooks. Oh, he did? Yeah. So that oh, I was I wonder like, why he didn't play it. I guess they he... went, the studio didn't want him. Studios. What does studios know? Yeah. The studio didn't want him, uh, wouldn't allow him to, wouldn't allow him to do it, but he's, uh. He's credited as one of the writers of Blazing Saddles. That's great. Well, that's a, see, that's a cool quote. It, it, it led to a lot more information that I did not know about. Uh, this did, is a well, yes excuse or no. Excuse me while I whip this out. Excuse me while I whip this out. Where are all the white women at? Uh, this is a yes or no answer. Oh, okay. So yes no. or no. 
I'm sorry. What? Oh, wait. You got to okay. wait for the question, oh, okay. Brosif. Okay. Okay. Whoa, bro. Uh, we know she sells seashells by the seashore, but does she also sell freshly squeezed pineapple juice by the seashore? Yes. Correct. All right. And that leads us to the end of the show where wow. we play our game, our famous game that we play with all the Harland Highway guests too soon or not too soon. Have you played this game before? I have not played this game. So how it works is you have two answers, too soon or not too soon. But we always suggest that our players try to answer the question in the best instead of just say too soon or not too soon. The more inflection like too soon. You know, people say it like absolutely or or not too soon. You know what I mean? So so the more you put into your answer, it could be the difference. So you got four questions. Too soon or not too soon is the answer. Are you ready, Court McCowan, to play too soon or not too soon? Not too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Question number one for Court McCowan. Proctologists are required to wear police issue body cams. Too soon or not too soon? Too soon. Correct. Court McCowan gets his first one right. Second question. Golden Corral buffets, which have an all-you-can-eat policy, now includes you can eat the fattest person in the restaurant, too. Too soon or not too soon? Not too soon. Wrong. That is incorrect. The answer is too soon. That's all right. You're one... You're one for one. Let's go to question number three. There's Uh-oh. two more. Uh-oh. Pelicans and seabirds that land in oil slicks and turn black should be lit on fire and used as torches by villagers who are chasing monsters. Too soon or not too soon? Not too soon. That is not correct. What? That is wrong. I'm Why? Sorry. Yes, yes. You're down to your last question. Damn it. The best you can do is tie. You can Damn lose it. or tie. Damn it. Bathtub fart bubbles should be frozen and given to children at Halloween as a new candy called arse balls. True or too soon or not too soon? Not too soon. Wrong. What? Oh, court. You only got one. You live in too perfect a world, my friend. The key to this game is every answer is too soon. (laughs) And you, you got three where you said not too soon. Damn it. Well, you got one. It was a valiant effort. Damn it. Uh, Court, before we go, uh, tell us once more about your, your uh, gig in August, uh, August, Reno. Yeah, August 3rd through the 5th, Reno, Tom, T- Reno Tahoe Comedy Club. You can go to Court McCowan, C-O-R-T-M-C-C-O-W-N. It's at Court McCowan on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those. Yes. I'll have it all listed there where you can get tickets. And we'll even, you know, if, if you mention the Harlan Highway, I might even be able to comp a couple tickets for you. How about that? Good, good, good deal. How about that? My, my, my pavement pounders, special deals. And real quick, tell us uh, where they can find your latest uh, stand-up comedy album. They can go to iTunes or they can go to allthingscomedy.com. And it's on their rec- on their album page. And it's called, once more... Live from Pearl Street. It is a great, great, uh, great album. And is it cool uh, as we go out, just after we say goodbye, can we play one more clip from 100%, the album? 100%. Absolutely. Uh, folks, you got to pick up this album. It is amazing. It, it, Court recorded this live. It's just... It's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, and then lastly, buddy, uh, before we go... 
You have a podcast of your own. Tell us about that. The name of the podcast is Insensitivity Training. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and I'm going to actually try to get you to be a guest on it soon. I'd I would love be you. honored. I would be honored. It's not too soon. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Correct. Correct. And uh, it's at on All Things Comedy Network as, as well as the Harlan Highway. That's right. That's right. We're on the same network. Well, folks, uh, this has been Court McCowan. Uh, Court, anything you want to say to the Pavement Pounders before you sign off? Um, have you mentioned Carmel yet on this? Uh, I have talked about Carmel, but this is about you. Is there anything uh, Court McCowan wants to say about life, about the world? Just a closing statement. I'm just a big fan of Carmel Corn. Carmel Corn the Pug, my comedy special. Court actually worked on it with me. He was he was opening and did a bunch of the skits and just helped coordinate the whole day. It was so fantastic. Fun. And that's Greatest. as you know from listening to the podcast, that's gonna be coming up soon. We're actually editing it right now. And uh, and a lot of fun. And thank you again for helping me with it, Court. Buddy, I had the yeah. time of my life. Had a good and time. I will and I will tell you as a fan of Harlan's, we've worked together for 10 plus years yeah that was one of the funnest nights of comedy i've ever had in my life that, <laughs> that was, was so much fun yeah we did so as, as well as taping me as a pug doing stand-up we taped a bunch of skits uh court was in, in me with me in the uh, in the green room and we taped a bunch of skits there and then we did some stuff at the end so when you see the special you'll also see court there but for now let's throw to court uh doing his stuff live on stage court thanks for being on the harlan highway buddy Thanks, Fudge. Ladies and gentlemen, Court McCowan, live. But I'll tell you a little about myself. I'm from Oklahoma. Yeah, that place sucks. <laughs> Listen, you can tell a lot about a state just by their motto. Every state in our great nation has a motto. Did you know that? Like, the greatest motto is from the smallest state, New Hampshire. Their motto, live free or fucking die. <laughs> That's badass. Probably why it's such a small state, too, you know what I mean? I mean, even Arkansas, shitty state, great motto. Their motto is, people rule. I know they mean white people, but still, it's a pretty good motto. Is anyone from Jersey? Yeah, shithole, shithole. But they call Jersey the Garden State. <laughs> There's not a garden in New Jersey. But you people try. You try. In Oklahoma, we don't even try. Our motto is, Oklahoma is okay. <laughs> Who thought of that? Nobody from tourism thought that up. You don't see a bunch of people in line at the airport going, let's go to Oklahoma. It's okay. We need a new motto. We need one. And I thought of the greatest motto ever. And I'll tell you guys, but before I tell you, you gotta realize this. Oklahoma is where the five civilized tribes settled. At one time, the whole state, Indian territory. Scary shit. Here's the new motto. Oklahoma! We take reservations. That's badass, people. That's badass. We'll get people there. Not Indians, but we'll get people there. 
Oh, there you go. Corp McCowan, Lurtle, Blurgens, and Schnigleg, Devlergdens. Uh, what a great guest. Great to have Corp. Please pick up his album. Uh, if you liked what you heard, there's a lot more of that on his album on iTunes. Corp McCowan. And uh, check out his podcast. And uh, there you go. Um, as far as I'm doing stand-up comedy, it does not start until, uh, the fall. So, uh, you can look for me, uh, around the end of September. If you go on my uh, website, harlandwilliams.com, you will find, uh, my links to all my, uh, stand-up comedy shows. Uh, let's see, what do we got going first? Oh my God, I think we're going all the way out to Portland, Oregon. Or Oregon, or Origami, or whatever it is. Uh, Portland, Oregon, uh, September 21st to the 24th uh, at Helium Comedy Club. Great club. Get your tickets at harlowilliams.com. Then uh, September 28th to October 1st, I'm in Chicago. The Windy City in Schaumburg. Uh, and then in uh, later in October, I'll be in Irvine, California. Then in uh, November, I'll be in Buffalo at the Helium Comedy Club. Then I'm uh, back down in San Jose, California. Then I go back up to Canada, to Edmonton, Alberta. Oh, my God. So all these dates, check and see if I'm in a city near you at harlanwilliams.com. While you're there, check out our store. We have wonderful uh, merchandise for sale. We'll ship it to you. Also, uh, you can join our premium membership for $20 a year. You get all kinds of bonus material and every episode of the Harland Highway ever recorded. 20 bucks, man. That's all it costs for all that entertainment. Um, also, uh, you can write me at harlemwilliams.com. There is a contact link there if you want to send me an email. Or if you'd rather leave a voice message, 323-739-4330, 323-739-4330. You can leave any message you want. And uh, I love hearing from you. Maybe I'll put you up on the show. On the show. Um, and that's it, man. That's all we have time for today. Get our free app on your uh, app store, the Harland Highway Podcast. Listen to us wherever you may be, in jail, fishing, riding a unicycle, scaling a giant redwood tree. I don't know where you go or what you do, but that's why I like you. Uh, that's it. Uh, also, a uh, bonus note, check out my, my buddy Michael Rosenbaum. One of my best buddies has a new podcast called Inside of You. And he just interviewed me on his podcast. That's on uh, iTunes, Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. And uh, cool stuff, man. So there you go. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. And until next time, chicken chow main, baby. <laughs> <laughs>